Welcome to the Educational Leadership Moment, where you'll gain valuable insights on research-based and experientially learned educational leadership principles and best practices that promote student success. I'm Dr. Kim Moore, your host. With my extensive experience as a classroom teacher, school administrator, and central office staff member, I'm dedicated to sharing effective strategies to ensure student achievement. So, grab your favorite beverage, a pen or a pencil, and a notepad, and get ready to take notes. And if you find this moment valuable, and I am confident that you will, please like, subscribe, and share with your colleagues, friends, and family. Thank you for joining me on the Educational Leadership Moment. Now, get ready to take your educational leadership to the next level. And remember, when students are led well, they learn well. Welcome to the More Leadership Moment with your leadership guide, Dr. Kim Moore. The More Leadership Moment equips aspiring leaders to expand their influence, guides emerging leaders to lead with confidence, and coaches accomplished leaders to achieve significance. If you're an aspiring, emerging, or accomplished leader, the More Leadership Moment is for you. During this moment, we're going to discuss three myths about leadership that you shouldn't believe. And we'll also discuss if you were made or born to be a leader. So let's start with an early childhood leadership lesson. As a child, I knew I was a leader. Now, I know what you're thinking. Kim, really? Really, Kim? How did you know that you were a leader as a child? Well, my grandfather, Jesse Bryant, told me so. Now I know what you're wondering. You're thinking, Kim, did your grandfather really tell you you were a leader? <clears throat> Did he look down at you one day and say, Kim, you are a leader? <laughs> no, he didn't do that. And yes, I know that was a very poor imitation of Darth Vader. But anyway, I think you get the point. So how did my grandfather convey to me that I was a leader. Well, let me give you some background data first. My grandfather had seven children, six girls, and one boy. And between those seven children, he had 29 grandchildren. So, one of the traditions in our family was every holiday, 
all of my father's children, all seven of them, would come to his house for the holidays. So as you can imagine, 29 grandchildren all coming together every holiday to my grandfather's house. Now, let me tell you a little bit about my grandfather's house. My grandfather lived in a semi-detached home. So there were two houses that shared a wall. And they were houses that were in the city. So not quite a row home because they were semi-detached, but they were long like a row home. So, as you can imagine, 29 children running around, playing and laughing and joking in my grandfather's living room. Now, it's important that you understand that we had to stay in the living room. Why? Because my mother and her sisters would be in the kitchen preparing the holiday meal. And as a part of their routine, they would set the table in the dining room for the adults to eat at. And the kids, we all ate either in the kitchen for the younger kids or in the living room for the older kids. So that meant we had to play in the living room. We could not go in the dining room and we better not go near the kitchen. Now my grandfather would sit in his recliner watching us play. As my cousins and I played, my grandfather would remind us to lower our voices. We would be playing all type of games. For example, hide and seek or red light, green light, go. Sometimes we would play twister or other types of games. Our older cousins might be playing cards at the coffee table while the younger kids, we might be running around laughing and playing. Now, as you can imagine, our voices could get very loud. There's a lot of stuff going on. Of course, when my grandfather would say to us, lower your voices, we would comply for mm, maybe the first few minutes. And then we would return to our normal, loud, rambunctious selves. You would hear one group of kids laughing and giggling. Another group would be, you know, arguing back and forth about, you weren't fair, you cheated, that wasn't right, so on and so forth, as you can imagine when kids get together and are playing. Well, after about the third time of telling us to lower our voices, my grandfather would call out in his I mean business voice. Jackie and Kim, lower your voices. As I grew older, I finally got the nerve to ask my grandfather one day, 
why did he always pick on Jackie and I? By the way, Jackie was my cousin. Well, my grandfather looked at me. Then he took off his glasses and began to clean them with the tail of his shirt. And without looking up again, he said, Kim, when you lower your voice, your cousins lower their voices. When you raise your voice, they raise their voices. My grandfather told me that I had influence over my cousins. Hmm. What my grandfather was really telling me was, Kim, you're a leader. So, who's a leader? Are you a leader? Well, according to my mentor, John Maxwell, the answer is a resounding yes. Why? Why are you a leader? Well, it's simple. Because you have influence. Now, I know some of you are thinking, really, Kim? I'm a leader because I have influence? Hmm. That doesn't really sound like a leader. Well, you know why you think that? That's because there's a lot of misinformation out there that are making things harder for us to believe that we are really leaders. Very simply put, there are a lot of prevailing myths about leadership. And these myths do nothing other than steer us in the wrong direction. Let me share three myths about leadership that you shouldn't believe. First, being a leader involves shouting. You know, my grandfather loved to watch westerns and war movies. And I would sit there and watch those movies with him. One of the things I noticed when I watched the war movies is that the leader was always shouting at people, barking orders, do this, do that. That's not really what good leaders do. Good leaders treat people with respect, even when they're not listening to reason. The next myth that you've heard is that leaders should be one of the guys. You know, you should be everybody's friend. Wrong. Leaders should be friendly, but try to separate business and pleasure, at least in the work environment. And the last myth is being a leader means being bold and brave. You've seen those characters in the movies, right? Well, really, being a leader is not about who you are. It's about what you do. So don't worry if you don't think you're a natural born leader. 
it's perfectly fine to feel that there are others out there who may be better suited to leadership roles. In fact, let me tell you a secret. Few of us see ourselves as being natural born leaders until we are thrust into the role. Let me share good news with you. Here's some good news. Most leaders are made rather than born. That means you can develop your leadership skills on the job. You know, I told you that I knew I was a leader when I was a child. However, that didn't make me a great leader. It just meant that I had leadership skills. How did I improve on those skills to become a highly effective leader? By doing research and learning the truth about what makes a good leader. By doing that, I could dispel myths about leadership that would have deterred me from staying on the right path of becoming a good leader. So, here's the question you should ask yourself. Was I made or born to be a leader? This week's More Leadership Moment quote is by Dr. John Maxwell. John states, leadership is influence, nothing more and nothing less. Thank you for viewing the More Leadership Moment. This is your leadership guide, Dr. Kim Moore. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in to this educational leadership moment. If you enjoyed listening, subscribe to my moments on your favorite platform to receive notifications when we release new moments. Also, don't forget to check out our past moments, which are available for free on all major platforms. In these timeless episodes, we cover a range of topics related to educational leadership that are just as relevant today as when they were first released. To learn more about improving student success, please visit my website at kimdmore.com. There are resources and information for you, your team, and your organization. I'm Dr. Kim Moore your educational leadership guide. And I believe that when students are led well, they learn well. Have a blessed day.